what I'm asking you to do is focus for a moment on the fact that you can heal yourself, that your body has the capacity to heal, and that this proliferation of disease conditions correlates directly with an increase in environmental toxins and an increase in our emotional stress and tension. In other words, do you think we're more emotionally stressed and tensed and spiritually disconnected as a society than 20 years ago or less? Of course, we're more. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an incredible opportunity for you. Big announcement that my book is now live on Amazon, A Changed Mind, Go Beyond Self-Awareness, Rewire Your Brain, and Re-Engineer Your Reality. If you've been wanting to take your personal growth to the next level, maybe you've done the self-help thing, but you're still feeling more stress or overwhelm or anxiety in your life, Maybe you've gotten to the next level of financial security or growth in your relationships or health or your business, but you've hit a new ceiling and you're really wanting to understand how to identify the resistance that is still inside of you that's shaping your experience of life and to let it all go and transform it so that you can truly feel free emotionally, spiritually, financially, and achieve your full potential. You've got to check out this book. I spent the last 18 months pouring all of the teachings, philosophies, tools, even processes that I've never taught before that have helped me go from a life where I was literally struggling to survive to a life now that I love in a system that lets me materialize the vision I have for my business, my family, my world without the hustle and grind and putting my spiritual growth and well-being first. So if you've been wanting a treasure map to the emotional and material promised land that life has waiting for you, Take a minute to jump on over to Amazon, grab yourself a copy of A Changed Mind, or better yet, grab a couple of copies and give them as gifts to your loved ones. The feedback is already coming in. People are saying this is one of the most practical and powerful personal development books they've ever read, and I get it because everything that's in this book is exactly what I went through, what I learned, and what I used to change my mind. Check it, grab yourself a copy, and now... On to your regularly scheduled podcast episode. Hey, it's David Bear. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a place that is a sanctuary for your human spirit, where I will remind you each and every episode of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I'm your host, your guide, your friend, David Bear. And we're going to be diving into a concept that is so important today, which is your health. And I don't know if you or someone you love has been experiencing health challenges. Maybe it's an autoimmune disease or some sort of chronic pain or inflammatory condition or hereditary disease or thyroid dysfunction or cardiovascular disease or anxiety or depression or brain fog. We're going to be taking a look at what is the real cause of this complete breakdown that society is experiencing in terms of our health and talking about a way that we can restore to what I believe is our our birthright. 
vibrancy, uh, joyful experience of our own bodies, health, and wellness. That's going to be the topic for today's conversation. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before and you haven't had the opportunity yet, do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Leave me a review. If you're listening or watching on YouTube and you can see me here in the studio, subscribe to the channel, leave me a comment. I read all of them and this is the best way that we can stay connected and also get this work out to so many other people. And so many people need the the topic of today's conversation, which is what is going on in the world. It's like we are falling apart. If you look at the numbers around autoimmune inflammatory conditions, even if you look at things like back surgery, shoulder replacement, hip replacement, knee replacement, you would you would think that we're just falling apart as a species. And so we're going to be talking about how to apply all of these beautiful teachings that we've been talking about that have allowed you to remove your money blocks or discover your purpose or to alleviate yourself of your anxiety. This understanding of personal development 2.0 and how really the mind is everything, as Buddha said, what we think we become. And to take a look at what might be going on in your mindset or the mindset of a loved one that is creating this health challenge no matter what it is. Now, I'm speaking from my own experience. I went on my own very extensive health journey, I believe it was part of learning what I'm going to be sharing with you during this episode, back in 2017, right after I did my first big annual event, the Powerful Living Experience Live, Carol and I hosted our annual seminar for the first time ever, after we'd been trying to figure out how to get our message out there, 400 people arrived at our first event, which was really amazing, and we launched a one-year coaching program. And I share that with you because the the person who sort of tipped me off to the health challenge I was having was actually a functional medicine doctor who was in one of my own programs. But several weeks after the Powerful Living Experience, I started to have what I would best describe as neurological issues. Like I would know I would want to say something, but the words wouldn't come out of my mouth in exactly the way I was used to feeling them come out. Now, if you were listening to me or watching me, you couldn't tell the difference, but I could tell. I could tell that my uh, tactile senses were off when I would you know, touch something or move to feel something. There, there was some disconnect. I felt like a wavering in my walk. It was like I, I something that uh, was disrupting the way that I was used to experiencing my own body. And so I went to my doctor, I went to my general practitioner, I said, hey, like, I'm just feeling off. He said, great, we'll run some blood work, ran some blood work, they didn't find anything wrong. Uh, But these symptoms started to increase, and I knew that something was off. And I mentioned it in passing at one of the retreats that I do with my high-level coaching clients, and and a woman who's a functional medicine doctor said, let me ask you a question. She said, tell me about your diet. And I had been following a diet recommended by another very large, for those of you who don't know, I'm uh, about six foot seven, motivational uh, and personal development teacher. It was Tony Robbins. I went to one of his events years ago and he said, don't eat any red meat and don't eat any poultry. All you should eat is fish and vegetables. And so I was like, all right, well, Tony seems like he's figured out a big chunk of life. I'll just eat a bunch of vegetables and fish. And I loved sushi. So Carol and I, my wife, we were eating tuna about three times a week. And uh, when I explained this to the functional medicine doctor, she said, I think there's a really high probability you have mercury poisoning. I was like, mercury poisoning? What's that? She said, well, you know, there's there's mercury that's being produced by coal plants. There's mercury that's a runoff from, uh, from, from uh, all of the dental amalgam removals into the oceans. And so a lot of fish, they have high levels of mercury in them right now. And some people... 
don't detoxify the mercury very well and it can accumulate over time. So I had to find this professional, Dr. Christopher Shade, who runs this uh, extensive mercury test called the Tri-Test. And I share this with you in case you know someone who's struggling with potentially mercury toxicity. And the Tri-Test where they do a measurement between your hair and your urine and your blood, and they triangulate everything to really understand. Because it's very hard to detect mercury in your system. You, you don't just find it in your blood. Uh, with a normal blood test, it, it, it revealed that I had astronomical levels of mercury in my system, just like, as it turned out, our friend Tony Robbins ended up having. So I ended up going through a two-year chelation process. That's a process of removing mercury from your system. And different doctors have different ideas about the best way to do that. So I started kind of going on this medical merry-go-round, trying to find different doctors who could help me with my issue. And not only did the you know does the mercury cause neurological challenges, disrupt your sleep, all kinds of really odd physical pains, but it debilitates your nervous system for a while. And even after you get the mercury out, it takes a while for your nervous system to get back online. And so um, I had already had a health anxiety. When I was a kid, I had a health challenge when I was 17 years old. They thought I had a gallbladder attack. That's what all the markers said. I went in with pain in my stomach. My liver enzymes, which is a marker they look at, showed that it was elevated. And it happened two or three times. I finally removed my gallbladder, and then I had another gallbladder attack. My dad was with me in the emergency room and said, uh, hey, you know, they said, hey, your, your son's having a gallbladder attack. My dad's like, well, <laughs> he doesn't have a gallbladder. And so it was sort of a traumatic health experience, which I believe is why I created this future health challenge around mercury. In fact, it goes all the way back to observing my mom having health challenges. So why am I sharing this with you? It goes back to the core of everything we talk about in every episode. Your thoughts are creating your reality and the traumas and the limiting beliefs that you develop at a very early age play out in this materialized life experience that you have. And so part of this has been my journey realizing that there's nothing wrong with me because that was a fundamental emotional psychological belief that I had developed that was manifesting in my body as there's something wrong with me. And my mom modeled that for me. But anyway, going back to my mercury toxicity, that started almost a seven-year health journey because of the dysregulation that the mercury created. I had increased anxiety. I started having heart palpitations. My immune system was weakened. That opened me up to uh, mold toxicity. I had to go through a, a, a mold detox and a whole bunch of other stuff. And somewhere along my journey, I was like, wait a minute, like I'm creating my own reality. I'm creating this. And so one thing I did was I started looking at the beliefs that I had and, and seeing where they aligned with these cycles of chronic pain and health challenges that I was having. And number two, I became aware of the fact that I was in a heightened state of anxiety. I became afraid of my own body. And so if you're experiencing autoimmune or inflammatory conditions or thyroid dysregulation, or you're experiencing anxiety or brain frog uh, or some form of depression and, and a lot of other challenges that people have, right? Like leaky gut, chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, arthritis, uh, pain in your body you too may very well be experiencing a, a fear of your own body. In, in a sense, your body becomes an adversary. And so having gone through this journey, I learned a lot. And I want to share with you what I've come to discover, having studied holistic health, having, of course, been immersed in Western uh, medical solutions, uh, having uh, gone through a merry-go-round of naturopathic, functional, and integrated uh, medicine, doctors, uh, what I've discovered. And, and really, I've, I've come to the conclusion that uh, is best expressed by what BJ Palmer, the founder of chiropractic, uh, once said. And, you know, the chiropractic sciences are really about, hey, your body can operate 
at 100% on its own and it can heal itself as long as there isn't misalignment or disruption or interference in your body. So chiropractic is about making sure that the nervous system is aligned and that the whole skeletal structure and muscular structure that the nervous system sits within, right, is aligned. Because when the electrical mechanical structure of, of who you are is aligned, all of that energy can move without being impeded. And if your body's energy can move, in Eastern medicine, they would call it your chi. If your chi can move, then your body will take care of everything. Your body will always return to homeostasis. It's almost like what you see with the planet. There was an incredible documentary that showed what happened in Chernobyl where they had the nuclear power plant disaster. And while, while they had to abandon human beings from that area because of the high levels of radiation, over time, nature came back. And that's what we also see in parts of the world where you know either the oceans have been destroyed or the Amazon has been destroyed or the Great Plains have been destroyed, but there have been ecological disruption when there are regulations put in place that, that stop the exploitation of those ecological environments, like nature returns to its full self. So the planet has the ability to heal itself because of the intelligence that is the planet. And our body has the ability to heal itself because of the intelligence that is the body, right? One spirit manifesting in all of its forms from the cosmos to the uh, ecosystem or environments of, of the planet to the cells of our own body, if there's no interference, right? That's what BJ Palmer said, nature needs no help just no interference. And so we want to take a look at the interference that might be inserting itself right now in your own experience, that when we remove that interference will allow your dis-ease or your health condition to resolve on its own. Now, now, by no means am I saying that you shouldn't go run labs, that you shouldn't go find a specialist, that you shouldn't go talk to doctors. What we are finding, and I'm going to share with you some really interesting studies, is that Western medicine has the tendency to attack the symptoms uh, without oftentimes getting to the actual cause of the problem. And so then the problem just continues to exacerbate itself. And what we're also finding is this proliferation of stress-related diseases. And so I want to talk about how your mind actually affects your, your body's capacity to heal. And what's actually happening when you're experiencing these quote-unquote symptoms like pain in your body or brain fog or any of the things related to what I've previously mentioned, autoimmune or inflammatory conditions. The philosophy I'm sharing with you is very similar to what I deep dove on around anxiety, and I believe it was episode five. And, and if you're experiencing anxiety after you finish listening or watching this episode, I highly recommend you go back and, and listen to the uh, anxiety endgame episode uh, that I created as someone who struggled with anxiety since the age of 17 and was on uh, anti-anxiolytics and SSRIs for over 15 years of my life, who eventually got off of medicine and significantly reduced my anxiety. And what I want to share with you are two ideas behind why, why we get sick. Number one are physical interference. And so those would be things like um, food toxins, gluten that has inflammatory reaction in almost everyone, lactose for some people. Although uh, a significant amount of the allergic reactions we have are created by what I'm going to be talking about here in terms of our mindset and the tension we put on our system. Glyphosate, right, which is now in the food supply. It's in the water. Uh, it's on uh, most of our foods. Even if you buy organic food, it's a, a weed killer that has been shown to potentially, I got to be careful with my languaging here, to potentially disrupt your gut. Just like it kills weeds, it also kills your microbiome or the flora of your gut, 
which is really essential to proper digestion, to the uh, elimination of toxins. And so we have um, toxins in our food supply, mercury, as I shared with you before, right, which is in fish, which is in, in almost all fish now, even freshwater fish, and is in the oceans and water, is in, of course, dental amalgam. So now we're not talking about a nutritional toxin, we're talking about another form of toxin, but people who decades ago had uh, mercury fillings in their teeth. We've got pesticides that are in the uh, air, that are in the water, that are in the food supply, again, that uh, affect our gut. We have electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs. There's a lot of debates and conversations around EMFs and um, certainly mainstream media will make it sound like you're crazy to think that your cell phone could cause any type of inflammatory condition or cancers in your body, but it's just common sense. I, you know, I purchased a device called an acoustometer. It measures electromagnetic frequencies. My phone, when I'm within six inches of it, puts off about as much frequency as my microwave does. And so same thing with uh, baby monitors, Bluetooth devices, your computer, Wi-Fi routers, right? And so, you know, everything is energy and there's uh, energy that's, you know, resonant and energy that's dissonant and putting ourselves in high levels of consistent exposure to electromagnetic frequencies can create a physical disruption within the body and a degradation of ourselves. You've, you've got mold toxins. You've got things like uh, hydride glyceride vegetable oils, uh, which have shown to be inflammatory and, and not good for the body. Certainly um, uh, high, high sugar. There's a variety of things. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But my point is we have physical disruptors to the resonance and the well-being of our body, right? To the intelligence of your body, to the systems of your body. Your body will restore itself and maintain good health if it doesn't have resistance. But over time, if we're putting too much of a load burden on our body, our body doesn't have any way to cope other than do what it does, which is create symptoms. It creates symptoms as a result of no longer being able to manage the dissonance. It'll also create symptoms not based on physical disruptors, but psychological, emotional, spiritual disruptors. And so that's our own mindset. And we are not, as human beings, meant to operate from fight or flight, uh, which is the sympathetic expression of the nervous system, on an ongoing basis. That's meant for small bursts when we're truly in danger, right? A bear is chasing us. We need to be able to kick it up to the next level to survive. Your sympathetic nervous system moves in. You release adrenaline, testosterone, epinephrine. Boom, you're off to the races. But unfortunately, what's happened as a result of our ineffectively managing our own mindsets is that, and due to our limiting beliefs and our traumas, comparing ourselves to other people and this socialization of living moment by moment in a threat-based environment, we move into fight or flight when we're just looking at our social media newsfeed and we see other people who we perceive as living a better life than we do. And because we're not aware of how to manage our own mindset and because we grew up in an environment that pre-programmed us, we start having thoughts like we're not as far along as we should be, we're not good enough. And we experience all of these thoughts as emotions in the body. And these dissonant thoughts produce dissonant emotions, which create stress and tension on your nervous system. And we talk about this in A Changed Mind as having only two states of being, powerful states of being and primal states of being. Powerful states of being are emotions you feel as a result of highly productive, intelligent, efficient thoughts. Those are emotions like joy, curiosity, excitement, uh, anticipation, love, compassion. And then you have primal states of emotion. And these states of emotion are due to your limiting beliefs. They're due to misperceptions. They are states of, of being like stress, anxiety, overwhelm. Uh, they manifest themselves as indecision, comparing yourself to other people, uh, self-sabotage, procrastination. 
And so as a result of not being in this work that now you're in as a result of these conversations that we're having together on a weekly basis, as a result of people not understanding how to heal the habitual patterns of thinking and, and feelings that they developed at a very, very young age, we experience a tremendous amount of self-inflicted tension. And so the body, again, can only manage that tension. It manages as it, best as it can. And in episode five, what I talked about was one of the ways that it manages the tension that is being put on the system through self-infliction. Again, we've got all of these um, material, physical, environmental toxins and interferences. And so that's a completely separate conversation. You, you remove exposure to those things and you go through detoxification process in order to lighten the load on your system. But what we're talking about today is this is the self-infliction, the psychological, emotional, spiritual self-infliction as a result of our limiting beliefs and our childhood traumas and our misperceptions on a moment-by-moment -moment basis, the habits of thought, the habits of emotion that move us into fight or flight. And our system is not designed to be doing that for most of the day. And most of us are spending most of the day in some form of fight or flight, uh, in some form of stress, tension, and overwhelm. And it's become so accepted and unfortunately so associated with success and achievement. It's like, I can't tell you how many high performers that I end up working with who go, but yeah, but doesn't the fear motivate me? And it's like, well, but passion can motivate you too. Fear puts a stress on your system. And eventually at some point, your system begins to break down. The way your, your body is trying to manage all of these thoughts and emotions you have that are creating stress and anxiety and overwhelm is through the manifestation of symptoms. So this is the first really important point that I want to make to you. Your symptoms are not a problem. Your symptoms are the healing process. In other words, when you get to a place that you start experiencing pain in your body, it's because that inflammation is an overflow of capacity and your body can no longer manage the tension that you're putting on your own system. That's what anxiety is. Again, going back to episode five, you experience anxiety because your body doesn't know what to do at this point. It can only hold so much. It's like a cup filled with water and it starts to run over and it has several different options, right? One might be heart attack. Another one might be cancering. But it has an intelligence that starts at the lowest level of disruption to try to offload some of the tension. Oftentimes, it's anxiety or brain fog or chronic fatigue or insomnia, right, or thyroid dysregulation. So those are the early signs that there's an opportunity for you to start alleviating your system of the tension that you're putting on it through your limiting beliefs and through your stress-based thoughts. And so as we have to find a way, which is why this work is so important, to reduce the amount of tension we're putting on our own system on a day-to-day -day basis. Again, there is the physical, right, uh, toxins. But I want you to think about if you added up all the time you spend on an average daily basis, and I know it may vary from day to day, but I just like in an average day, all the time you spend either stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, angry, judging yourself, judging someone else, feeling like you're not doing enough, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like others should be doing more and frustrated or resentful towards other people, worrying about money, worrying about time, worrying about your health, frustrated or worrying about your relationships, worrying about your business in some sort of conflict related to your career. 
driving from point A to point B, sort of in that just in your head space with that negative inner critic that's either judging other people or judging yourself on an average day, and you can leave this as a comment if you're watching on YouTube because I'm curious, how much time do you spend in what I would call a primal state in suffering, right, in the sympathetic expression of your nervous system? Because for most of us, it's a lot of time. And the body can only hold so much water. It can only hold so much tension. And so what ends up happening at some point is that the body in its infinite wisdom begins to manifest symptoms. But the symptoms are not the enemy. The symptoms are actually the healing process. But what happens when we start to have symptoms? Our blood pressure goes up. Our cholesterol goes up. Our lab report is off. We find out we've got a hereditary or genetic marker that just got flipped. Uh, The doctor gives you a name for whatever autoimmune disease you have. Well, Western medicine now treats the symptom. And so we suppress the symptom. That's why for 15 years, I was on anti-anxiolytics or what are known as SSRIs to suppress my nervous system so that I wouldn't feel my anxiety as much as I was feeling it because the anxiety began to become debilitating in my life. But that doesn't address the underlying problem, like what's causing the anxiety. Well, in my case, and I believe in almost all case, it's our inappropriate reaction to the experiences of our life. It's reacting through the lens of our limiting beliefs and our childhood traumas and our stories and moving into a primal state far more than we're meant to be moving into. So the work to be doing there is personal healing, personal growth, spiritual connection, uh, getting out of our own heads, reducing our ego, connecting with others, deciding to become purpose aligned versus opportunity or money aligned, right? That's what we talk about all these different episodes on this podcast. But what's important to understand is that we kill the healing process. We kill the symptoms rather than dealing with the cause. Now, The body has also, more recently, started to manifest these symptoms that we don't really have medical solutions for. You can't even kill the symptoms. That's a lot of what's happening with inflammatory disease or autoimmune disease. And by the way, if you look at, I have a list right here of what the American Medical Association says are symptoms of stress-related diseases or are stress-related diseases, it's joint pain, migraines, neurological disease, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, autoimmune, cancer, arthritis, irritable bowel, chronic fatigue, colitis, tendonitis, carpal tunnel, heartburn, leaky gut, prostatitis, thyroid disease, brain fog, anxiety, depression, impotence, high blood pressure, hereditary diseases, and that's not even the entire list. So the American Medical Association is telling us that these diseases are related to stress. And so the solution is reducing the stress. Now, how do we reduce the stress of our lives? I mean, you can look through all the other episodes that we've done on this podcast. You can go to davidbear.com, go get a bunch of free goodies for free, learn how to identify the resistance that you have, the limiting beliefs, and with very specific tools and very specific practices, transform those limiting beliefs into a new empowered you. But what I want to speak into is a very subtle limiting belief or a subtle experience that we have that aside from doing the personal development 2.0 work and learning how to alleviate ourselves of the tension that we're putting on ourselves on a day-to-day basis, what I want to talk about is what happens 
when we get diagnosed or when we experience one of these stress-related diseases, chronic pain, uh, autoimmune, inflammatory conditions. We end up becoming afraid of our own body. And so there's a belief that there's actually something wrong with your body. And one of the powerful distinctions that I learned when I was doing medicine healing work in Costa Rica with one of my mentors was that what's coming up in your body is actually going, that there's a healing process taking place. So what's coming up, the pain is actually going. What's coming up, the brain fog is actually going. What's coming up, the anxiety is actually going. What's coming up, the heartburn is actually going. It's your body's way of releasing this dissonant energy that you've accumulated over time. See, we don't have a way to release the dissonant energy that we accumulate over time. Animals will have a confrontation with each other and then they'll roll on the ground, they'll flap their wings, they'll shake their horns and their heads to release the dissonant energy so that they can go back into homeostasis. We have a confrontation with a coworker, with a spouse, with a show that we're watching on television or a news broadcaster where we're arguing in our head and we don't have a release mechanism for this tension. So the release mechanism are the symptoms that you're experiencing. In other words, what's happening is a healing process. What's coming is going. But because no one ever explained this to us, we move into an adversarial relationship with our own healing process. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Because we don't understand that the physical symptoms we are experiencing are our body's best way of releasing dissonant energy and tension off of our system before it gets worse into something that's life crippling or life threatening. Because we don't understand that and because traditional medicine has led us to believe that we need to get rid of these symptoms, that the symptoms are actually the problem or are the thing versus the underlying cause of it, we move into an adversarial relationship with our body and we become afraid of our own bodies. And again, if you're experiencing any of the types of conditions that I'm talking about, which I'm guessing you are because you're still listening to this episode, you know what I'm talking about. You become afraid of your own body. And now there's, a, there's almost like an atmospheric level of tension. It's like a saran wrap that now sits on top of the whole volcano of tension that's accumulating because rather than relaxing, even though it's uncomfortable, and allowing the symptoms while potentially removing yourself from any of the environmental toxins or material things that could be contributing to what you're experiencing, and any other traditional Western medical advice that may seem appropriate for you, but rather than relaxing through the discomfort, you're now afraid of the condition itself. And so you put a cap on the whole healing process that keeps everything bundled up underneath with this belief that there's actually something wrong with you and that you need to find a solution in order to fix and heal your own body. And that if you don't, your life is going to be negatively affected for the rest of your life and that this condition may never go away. And that's the problematic thing with this these new age conditions that we have. Not that they're not real, right? But all the stuff that we're now seeing that wasn't around when we were kids, that everybody seems to have, what's keeping uh, all of these conditions active at the highest level is our belief that we've got some strange disease that has no solution and we're never going to be well again. 
And I want you to check within yourself to see if there's any of that. Because if there is, there is so much hope for you. And I'm speaking from experience. Because when we become afraid of our disease condition and we start adding more tension onto the system, we become even more hypersensitive to our physical experience of life. Our nervous system becomes even more sensitive and we get caught in essentially a chronic disease loop. The good news is that if you've gone from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor and no one can seem to help you, there's a very high probability that the linchpin or the the key to open the door to your healing is actually doing nothing other than transforming your belief system around your own experience of your disease condition and moving from these beliefs that are creating tension like you're never going to get better, there's no cure, your life's going to forever be affected, you've got to find the next doctor or the next supplement or the next protocol that's finally going to heal you and instead transition over into this belief system that I'm inviting you into, which is what's coming is going, your body is undergoing a natural healing process, these symptoms are the healing process And if you can just allow and relax around the discomfort that I know you are experiencing, so I'm not trying to take that away from you, but the discomfort of your healing process and allow it, you will become well again. Again, if you do that in tandem with, you know, making sure you're not eating pizza every day and, you know, drinking soda and sleeping next to your internet router or, uh, or, uh, you know, run a mold test or a metals test to make sure those things aren't occurring. But I tell you what, even if those things are occurring, there's an, a question you can ask yourself, which is, but why are you susceptible to these things and other people seem not to be, right? Why is your system so hypersensitive to all of these things? Why is your thyroid being thrown off? Why are you having cardiovascular issues or heart palpitations that no, or arrhythmias that can't be explained other than their stress-related conditions? And so, yes, an effect of your emotional dysregulation and the accumulation of tension on your system over time that your body is now trying to manage through the symptomatology, uh, it may, uh, over time, uh, man- manifest itself into a- an inability to detoxify exposure to, to, to toxins or uh, a dysregulated thyroid, right? But the real cause of those things, uh, or a hereditary condition, for example, Um, I have a predisposition towards what's called iron overload and holding on to iron. And so I had to give blood every year in order to keep my iron down. But once I started actually believing that my body was my friend and my body was working to its greatest capacity always to move towards healing and that I had a responsibility to relax through the healing process and not put more tension on my body as a result of belief systems that I was having in reaction to my healing process, I stopped uh, holding iron. I no longer have to give blood. I just went back and got my labs done after nine months of really being in this practice of managing what tension I allow onto my system and then managing my experience of my own body and not putting more tension on it as a result of my physical discomforts. And my iron has gone down by 20% without any kind of phlebotomy. So we have the ability to switch on or off our epigenetic markers. So the reason why I'm sharing this is I don't want you to give away your personal power 
to anyone who says, well, the reason why you're experiencing this is because you're genetically predisposed. Yes, but whether or not that genetic marker expresses itself is based on your ability to live a life without accumulating excessive tension. And the good news about that is you have the ability to do that. Now, I don't want you to move into worrying, well, like, oh my God, but my limiting beliefs and my stress, my sense, I'm such a stressful person. Yeah, no, what I'm asking you to do is focus for a moment on the fact that you can heal yourself, that your body has the capacity to heal, and that this proliferation of disease conditions correlates directly with an increase in environmental toxins and an increase in, in our uh, emotional stress and tension. In other words, do you think we're more emotionally stressed and tensed and spiritually disconnected as a society than 20 years ago or less? Of course, we're more. And that's why this mindset thing is so important for you to be able to guard your mind and to stand unshaken amidst the crashing of worlds because there's always going to be recessions or something like an emergence of AI or inflation or wars or all the things that we see going on externally. But regardless of that, as Paramahansa Yogananda, who wrote Autobiography of a Yogi, said, we must learn how to stand unshaken amidst the crashing of worlds. And what's happened is you've allowed your misperception of your external reality as a result of your limiting beliefs to create stress and tension for you. And that stress and tension has accumulated for so long that you're now experiencing these diseased conditions. But your body very quickly, just like I talked about early on in this episode, can restore itself to health, just like the environment can restore itself ecologically. And the way that you do that is to take a look to see if you're allowing your healing process or if you're afraid of your healing process because you misunderstand your healing process as something that is an internal threat. Do you have a loving relationship with your body knowing that it's working towards your full restoration of health and vibrancy and wellness? Or do you have an adversarial relationship with your body where you believe that you're trapped inside of it and that if you can't figure out or some doctor can't figure out how to fix your problem, you're never gonna be able to live the life that you envision living. So this can be a massive shifting for you into what I call supreme health, into having health sovereignty, into not abandoning what's available to us in medicine, right? I mean, if you break your arm, you go to the doctor, you get a cast, you set your arm and it heals, right? But it's the anti heals part that's the amazing part. You know, I have a one-year-old son now and it's incredible to see what a young body can do. He cuts himself within 24 hours. That cut is gone. It's like some weird sci-fi type of thing. And sure, as we age, perhaps as a result of the stress that we've accumulated over time or the slow deterioration of the vibrancy of our cells as we age, it may take us a little longer to heal, but I don't care what age you are right now. You have the capacity with the right mindset and if you take your foot off of the gas of putting pressure on your own body, to alleviate yourself of any health condition that you're experiencing and return yourself to vibrancy, wellness, and full healing. And that's what's so exciting to me, right? Like to know that we can transition from financial insecurity to financial abundance with a changed mind, to know that we can reestablish intimacy and connection and passion to any relationship, no matter how broken it seems or for how long, by changing our own mindset. Right? To know that we can pursue our passions and take our passions and put it into the vehicle of a business and create success doing what we love and, and, and creating a wonderful living for ourselves and the people around us if we have the right mindset. There isn't anything that is not possible when you have a changed mind, including full healing of whatever condition that you're experiencing. Right? 
And so that's what I wanted to share with you today. It's so exciting for me to have gotten on the other side of my healing journey and to have learned through the process that the real power is inside of me, that I have the ability and my body has the ability to heal. And the way to do that is, of course, do the responsible things and remove yourself from any type of ongoing stress and tension in the form of environmental toxins. Number one, you got to remove yourself from the source. But number two, you are the source. So you've got to remove the pressure that you're putting on yourself. We're going to start with the pressure that you're putting on yourself and the misunderstandings you have around this experience of healing that's taking place. Your symptoms are a healing process. They're not something that need to be killed off. They aren't the problem. The dissonance, the stress and tension, that's the cause of the dysregulation of your body. It's a dysregulation of your nervous system. And then number two, we do the work on an ongoing basis of personal growth, right? You treat your mindset like your life depends on it because it does. And one aspect of your mindset is going back to this important piece for today's conversation, the beliefs you have around what's going on with your body right now. So I hope this has served you well. I want this to to give you great hope that no matter how long you've been experiencing, whatever you've been experiencing, physical pain, uh, 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 psychological confusion, brain frog, anxiety, depression, that you can heal. You know what's so powerful about this? There was a, a study done in Finland, and I believe it was 2013, where it was the first study they did with the placebo effect of shoulder replacements. They actually took people who needed a shoulder replacement, and for half of those people, they gave them the shoulder replacement, and for the other half of those people, they didn't give them a shoulder replacement, and what they found was that based on surveying those who underwent the surgery, whether they underwent it or not, an equal number of people found improvement in their pain and in their mobility who had the shoulder replacement versus who didn't have the shoulder replacement. You can look this up, the Finnish shoulder replacement study. So your body has an unbelievable capacity to heal. Again, the mind is everything, what you think you become, and the way through, I believe, if you're here, to resolving whatever chronic health condition you're experiencing is through a changed mind. So I know you can do it. I'm here with you to support you, and I'm excited to hear from you, to see your emails, to read your comments around how by applying the psychological, emotional, spiritual strategies that we're talking about here today, these new belief systems and new philosophies by truly understanding how it all works versus the misunderstanding that we've all been living according to, which is why we're all falling apart and having health conditions, that you are going to get to the other side and experience the type of wellness that you deserve, right? And that all starts with a changed mind. Again, if you love this episode, do me a favor, subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or Apple or Spotify. Leave me a rating, review, and a comment or a question. If you're on YouTube, I read all of them because I want to make sure that you're clear on this topic because health is so, 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 so important. And I know that health is your birthright. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you continue to go deeper with me on a changed mind. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbear.com. You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. A couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free mind hack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, and the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site, and I will see you in the next episode.